Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, you here on days like this, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium Sized Business. I've been a voice and a sounding board for SMBs and their trusted advisors. These days, I offer what is left of my mind, my voice, maybe the occasional sense of humor, to a live weekly talk show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. This is what I've been doing the last 20 years. I have to say, I'm in some great company here on talkradio.myc for Fridays. You should check out the innovators that I'm surrounded by here. You have Tommy D uh, before me on Philanthropy and Focus. You have Jeremiah Fox right after me on the Entrepreneurial Web. And later on today, you have Joseph Franklin... Franklin McElroy on Wise Content Creates Wealth. Hell of a lineup here. I hope everyone had an awesome holiday weekend. Before we kick things off, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the folks at Bellworks in Homedale, New Jersey. Many of the Jersey Shore fireworks celebrations were canceled this weekend due to the weather, but Bellworks put on a killer show on Wednesday night. Thanks again for the spectacle. I definitely appreciated it. I, I know my daughters and their cousins did as well, give them something to do, which anytime I have somebody giving me activities for my kids and the cousins, I'm very excited about that. So thank you so much, Bellworks. Over the last 20 years, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend upon us. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend, myself included, these crucial pearls of wisdom. They get overlooked, they get swept under the rug, they get forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. On Always Friday, we take advantage of that freedom, uh, weekend freedom and clarity. We like to discuss topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, so it's not just a play on words. I love a good play on words. I love alliterations. I love puns. I can't help it, people, but there is a little bit deeper meaning. It's almost the weekend. I've got shades on. We're going to kick things off right about now. Today's topic of discussion is innovation, insurance against irrelevance. We hear the words disruption and innovation a great deal these days, especially when it comes to advances in technology. But what are we really talking about? We're talking about staying relevant and being able to realize revenue from all the opportunities. The way things were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, not necessarily the way they are today. You have to grow and change as the times grow and change. Since 2001, our special guest, New York City Consulting Group, has been on the forefront of the contracting advisory business. Their mission is twofold, protecting clients from costs and reputational risk that's incurred by noncompliance in the contracting industry, which can be a very difficult world to navigate, uh, but also <clears throat> ensuring qualified disadvantaged minority and women business enterprises have equal access to compete for federal, state, and regional contracts. Again, not an easy feat. Clients consistently benefit from the specialty in this field, allowing these folks to focus on the essential tasks at hand, building the project on time, on budget, and in full compliance with all applicable regulations. You don't need to just do it yourself, people. There is help out there. Have you guys ever heard the talk is cheap? 
While we're on talkradio.myc, we don't want this to just be talk. The goal here, once again, we want to use the insight that we get on the SMB landscape, take it, harness it, and use it to create more impact come Monday morning. Still enjoy the martinis, I intend to this evening, but really harness the message and use it come Monday morning. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand, the new tech. In my travels, products change every single day and every other facet of our lives, both personal and business, does not matter. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first. You got to have the right people, the right employees, the right partners, the right subcontractors, whatever. And you keep a good focus on the type process that's going to help you achieve the goal. As long as you do that, I truly believe the right products, they will present themselves when they're needed by the SMB. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a great show for you here today. Our special guest is none other than Abner LaRue, president and CEO of AL Consulting Incorporated and founder of Alacrity Analytics as well. Abner was born and raised in Haiti until he was six. He came to the U.S. when it became time for grade school. And then he went on to college and started his career here. Abner went to SUNY Oswego. He graduated with a bachelor's degree in sociology. Then he went on to pursue his master's in urban planning from the SUNY uh, Buffalo School of Architecture and Planning. Shortly after he got his master's, Abner started AL Consulting Group, which is one of the nation's premier diversity and inclusion compliance firms. The firm has over 20 years experience in developing customized independent compliance monitoring advisory services that are very custom tailored for the contracting marketplace. Uh, since the founding, uh, AL Consulting has been on the vanguard of the contracting business and have evolved into essentially a one-stop shop in matchmaking for clients who are seeking to do business with qualified, um, again, disadvantaged minority women business enterprises, as well as veteran business owners. AL Consulting Group uh, essentially acts as a turnkey solution once again for, uh, through the multifaceted services. Clients rely on the expertise around the federal, state, city procurement regulations, as well as you know, to advise on the complexities of compliance interpretation and application of the disadvantaged business enterprise rules. Uh, Abner and the LaRue family live a few houses away from me in sunny Manalapan, New Jersey. Abner, his wife, Roz, and three children, Nathaniel, Amber, and Samia. He's an awesome neighbor and has given me some great food for thought on how to best redo my basement. Uh, Abner is one of the best people I could think of to discuss this topic here with us today. And as always, we're going to discuss my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it? I have a feeling you guys are going to like these answers today. So without further ado, the absolute closest special guest to my basement studio, a couple houses away from me live, Abner. Welcome to Always Friday, my man. Great to have you here. Steven, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you today and kudos to the work that you're doing with your show. Uh, it's extremely relevant and you're, you're doing amazing work in terms of being able to uh, bring fresh content and, 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 and state-of-the-art, cutting-edge information to your listeners. So kudos on the work that you're doing. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. A great deal. St speaking of staying on the cutting edge, you, st you started AL Consulting 20 years ago, and now you also have Alacrity Analytics also. So give us a rundown on how you got to where you are today. It seems like a pretty decent road traveled. Sure. So um, as I mentioned, I have been in space for the past 20 years. I, I you know, studied urban, urban planning and architecture at the, at the University of uh, Buffalo, 
Um, shortly after I graduated, you know, I found myself like surrounded by um, some really smart, smart, smart people in the city. And it was one of those things in terms of like, you know, career growth, how do you find your niche, right? And so I spent time in government, in, in government agencies and not-for-profits working on community development, helping to solve problems for communities, right? So people, uh, whether it be small businesses, contractors, or people who were looking for jobs. And so the one thing that I, I found is that, um, is how do you connect the dots? And so one of the things that I did was I took the experience that I had and had an opportunity to work uh, in a boutique Wall Street firm that focused on corporate compliance. And that's what that's where I fell in love with corporate compliance. I mean, I was, you know, I had the experience in terms of doing public policy and writing policy works, you know, policy papers. Um, but I wanted to be in the, you know, I wanted to be with the people and in the community, uh, rolled up my sleeves and figuring out how do we solve problems relating to, um, to you know, structural inequity, racial wealth gaps. Um, and, and then I started um, AL Consulting after spending seven years with a boutique corporate compliance firm. What this corporate compliance firm did is they, they, had a, they, they represented a number of large general contractors, construction managers who um, were facing fines for non-compliance, right? So you get a company that has a $300 million contract. They're supposed to have a percentage of that contract um, you know, allocated in awards to small SMB um, firms, but it wasn't happening. Why? Because, you know, greed takes over oftentimes. And so we were able to come in there, develop solutions, design diversity, equity, inclusion programs for a number of these companies. And that's what kind of gave us a, um, you know, that, that increased our reputation in this space. And it's a very narrowly tailored space that, um, you know, you would normally you need to have a law degree to develop that 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 expertise in in, in government contracting. So that's how that's how we got, we got started. Um, and, and I have to tell you, you know, um, you know, we all we're all told that you know you have to you know get the degree and and, and get the get the nice job, um, and life will be merry and you'll you'll grow your you'll, you'll grow your wealth. But the reality is, uh, Stephen, what I found is that um, you know. Um, the internal structures, whether it's in the agencies or corporations, are not always set up to ensure your 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 um, your career trajectory and, and your um, professional development. And sometimes, you know, and it may have a lot to do with you know socialization and networks. Uh, but what I found was that you know I had to learn the hard way. So I got fired. Right? So I, I got I got laid off at my first government job. And um, and then I said, and I said, you know, I'm not going to let this happen to me again. I'm going to take I'm going to take things, you know, I'm going to take control of my destiny. Um, but you can't you can't just think of a dream and then you know, and, and solve it. So going back to what we talked about earlier, um, you really have to focus on the people, the product and the process. And that's where I was able to do uh, to figure out who was I who who, who was I. Um, going to be helping in my business. And what we found is we were helping, um, you know, disenfranchised business owners, underrepresented founders, people who have been locked out of opportunity for a number of reasons, whether it's, you know, bias or just, um, you know, just networks, right? Um, so those are the folks that we focused on, the business owners that we focused on, small businesses, had an opportunity to 
uh, really worked with over 5,000 businesses over my the span of my career. Uh, and, and what we did is, what we've done is we've helped these companies scale. So we've taken companies that um, didn't know anything about running or starting a business or government contracts, educated them uh, through our consulting services and, and helped them to grow. Uh, so so that, that's, that's the journey. Um, you know, I always say it started, it started uh, back in high school where um, I had an opportunity to participate uh, through a program funded by the, uh, Michael Milken. It's called the Young Entrepreneurs Program at Columbia University. I think that's where my, the, the seeds for entrepreneurship uh, were, um, was born. Uh, during that program, I spent six, six, um, six weeks on Columbia's campus and we you know, had the opportunity to pitch a business idea uh, and then and get it funded. Um, and I realized at that time that, you know, that was what my, my true calling was, but I wouldn't, but I, you know, again, if you're coming from uh, parents, you know, Haitian immigrant parents, um, they, they have two, they have two career trajectories laid out for you. You're either an attorney or, 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 or a, a, a medical professional um, as life would have it, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I had to fail a couple of, a couple of, a couple of times to realize what my true, um, you know, journey is. And, and it, for me, my message to the listeners is that um, failure is is healthy, right? You learn, you have, you learn a lot of le- you learn a lot of lessons through failure, um, but they're also they also serve as building blocks that help you to connect the dots. Uh, so an experience that you learned um, a decade ago may come back up, and, and and you're able to 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 piece that and thread that together so that you can then um, you know use that experience to, to ensure success in what it is that you're doing. Absolutely. And, it, and it's what makes that experience that you've had and the development that you've had from a very young age, it sounds like, is what makes con- consulting firms like yours. It gives them the potential to be one of the most valuable partnerships that an SMB can have, especially if they're trying to do business in New York in certain places. So, Absolutely. you know, that said, you know, we discussed this along the way. The, the more you understand something, the harder it is to explain to other people. And today, we're going to make sure that folks out there who are looking for a partnership like yours understand the magic that can happen with you and your team. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be right back with Abner LaRue, President and CEO of AL Consulting, Alacrity Analytics. Stay with us. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show... We journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m. So tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. everyone it's friday it's always friday it's me stephen fry your smb guy we're chatting with my good buddy and neighbor abner larue president and ceo of al consulting at lacquerty analytics and i just wanted to dive into something real quick here as we sit next to my fire pit that uh, i want to have a cocktail with you later since you're in so such close proximity abner uh when you're a consulting firm it means a little something different to everyone at the end of the day consultants are specialists in people process and product to me and this is since this is something that's very near and dear to me, just like my my buddy and neighbor here, who does many things in this business model. I, I just a quick story. I did some work with a consulting firm a few years back, and one thing I remember vividly is that the partners of this firm had a lot of friends, contacts for years who had no idea what the company did, and then they asked me, the guy that was there for two months, and. You know, putting it in the lens of finding the right people, doing good business assessment, analyzing what needs to be done, recommending the solution and putting it into play. The guy understood what I was talking about. And that, you know, essentially, you guys are awesome advocates. You're a small, medium-sized business yourself, but you're a monster advocate for small, medium-sized businesses to really get them included, considered, you know, equal the playing field as far as compensation goes for opportunities that in some cases they might they might even be better suited for than, than some of the other big names. You know, small, medium-sized businesses come from people who are really skilled and you know, they decide to take some of that entrepreneurial risk that you talked about you know, a short time ago mm-hmm. and, and really go into the business world. So Abner, yeah. this is the method part of the show where we like to talk about the science behind what you do. What do you do? How do you do it? How do you go to market for it? Give us some pearls of wisdom. Sure. So- from our vantage point, what we've seen is in the, you know, the federal government spends about uh, $7.5 trillion uh, in procurement, right? And so there's a lot of money flowing in the economy. And what we're seeing is that the, there's, a, there's, a, there's a subset of the market, there's the SMB firms that are not getting access to those resources, right? So a segment of the population is not getting access. So what we do is we track um, opportunities, major opportunities, whether it's in construction, infrastructure, um, or, or development that's happening throughout the country, but particularly in New York State. And we identify the funding sources. So if there's federal and, and state or city funding sources involved in those projects, then it triggers a compliance requirement. And what we found is that 
oftentimes the builders, the large conglomerates, don't have the in-house capacity or don't have the, you know, the information or in some cases the, the willpower to fulfill those, those, those contract percentages, right? So what we do as a company is we, we meet with those individuals, we advise them on developing a program that does three things. One, it ensures accountability, it ensures transparency, and it fulfills the economic inclusion mandates that's required uh, for these, um, whether it's government agencies or the private sector. Uh, and so that's the, that's, the, that's the method. How we do it, I mean, we have a team of subject matter experts who have been trained uh, in contract compliance. We have MBAs, we have PhDs on our team, uh, and then technologists, right? And so all of those pieces are working uh, in tandem uh, to solve problems for our clients. So for example, um, one of the projects that we're managing now is a complex $664 million um, healthcare program funded by the New York State Department of Health. Well, you have a hundred projects in this, in this program and we're having to interact and advise and educate over a hundred architects, engineers, general contract, construction managers on the rules and regulations pertaining to compliance. New York State has certain um, government mandates, 30% mandate. So to your listeners, if you are an SMB firm, your professional services, you're an architect, you're, you're, you know, you're an IT firm, you need to um, continue listening to Stephen's show, but more importantly, get in touch with, 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 with my firm because we may have an opportunity, we may have a contract opportunity for you. And if, and if there is not a contract opportunity, we can certainly... Um, evaluate and, 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 and assess your company or your idea to make the, those important connections. So that's, you know, Stephen, I hope that that, that addresses, um, you know, what we're doing uh, in terms of our, our, our business and the people, product and process. And then lastly, um, we've been able to digitize uh, solutions that help our clients uh, to do all the reporting, the data analytics, uh, as well as the um, assessments that are required to onboard new firms, right? So in the, in the old model, um, companies, you know, the argument was that there was a pipeline issue uh, and there was a capacity issue. Well, we know that there's available firms out there and we've been involved in a number of studies that show that the availability is there. Um, you have to give you have to give the entrepreneur an opportunity, right? So if, the, if there's no opportunity, like if I if 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 you know, if I didn't if someone didn't take a risk on on, on my business or on, on me as an entrepreneur, why well, would I, I I don't think I would be here, right? And so um, so the message that we're getting out there to um, you know corporations uh, and to into the private sector uh, is that there is a pipeline of talent out there. Uh, that are willing to do the, the hard work. They have good work ethic. They're willing to uh, be a part of the economy. And then we just have to create more opportunities, open doors uh, and tear down barriers. And so one of the things we're doing is on the product side, we've created, uh, so the consulting practice is you know, done well in terms of you know, the business growth, but we've realized that there was a void in the marketplace to accelerate the onboarding process, the certification process for, for these firms. So we developed a two-sided marketplace 
where if you're if you're a fortune 1000 corporation or if you're a government agency and you have to fulfill these mandates um now you have a resource lacking analytics we have a database that has the pipeline so job bank uh where if you're looking for a job um you know what you know, whatever it is you have an opportunity to register register your firm and our partners our corporate partners come to us as a curated resource to identify talent vet them recruit them and ultimately hire them and so we're completely excited and invigorated about the trajectory that the company is taking because you know we're, we're all familiar with with the social unrest and upheaval that occurred uh in in 2020 uh but i have to say i'm really proud of the american spirit uh corporations have stepped up and made and pledged uh 66 billion dollars steve to uh remove some of those structural inequities that we've seen uh you know preventing um you know companies to grow and, and preventing talent to to you know to to obtain a middle class uh lifestyle so for example uh, there's a group called 110 uh and and 110 organization what they've done we're part we're hoping to partner with them and they're looking to use our technology potentially to help 46 corporations who have made a pledge to hire a million black talent uh and so the old model we talked about earlier of needing a four-year degree in order to ascend in a corporation we're trying to reframe and reimagine that idea so that um Here's an interesting data point also. Um, 77% of the American workforce uh, have high school degrees, right? So um, that's a lot. That's a lot of people that are being that that could have been um, promoted uh, in an opportunity, but because they didn't have the four-year degree, you know, this, this whole idea of the four-year degree is what you need in order to ascend in corporate America or, or to be successful. Uh, we're, we're changing that paradigm uh, so that it becomes a skills-driven uh, evaluation criteria. So if you can if you can read or write or analyze uh, a job that a um, you know someone with a college degree can do, then now we're we're going to be creating a whole new uh, you know sort of watershed opportunity for folks to to uh, obtain jobs. And we know how important jobs are. You know the president. Um, you know, with Secretary Buttigieg, they've come out with the you know the jobs plan, trying to get Americans back on 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 their feet. Uh, and so we're we're, we're super uh, excited and 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 um, you know hopeful about being a part uh, and playing a role uh, in, in in helping to shape and and create the American dream for so many SMBs out there. There and there's no doubt that you're going to play a role in that space. You know, I like to reference a published work you know, in, in all the shows that I do. And one that came to mind for me and for you, you actually said it first, but I, I love the concept of, of referencing this book just because you're my neighbor. But we mm -hmm. talked about The Millionaire Next Door, The Surprising Secrets of America's Wealthy by Thomas J. Slat Stanley. Mm -hmm. And it was published a few years before you started AL Consulting. Yeah. You know, when we first sat down to discuss the show, which I love doing in person now that we can do that, and since you're my neighbor, uh, but you know, over an adult beverage in your in your beautifully redone basement, you said this is how billion dollar deals are done, yeah. and obviously I agree. There's there's no substitute for you know shaking hands and giving hugs, you know having drinks, kissing babies, etc. 
There's a quick yeah, note yeah. from the preface of, from the preface of this book. Mm-hmm. It says, you know, the, the author says, since 1980, which happens to be the year I was born, I have consistently oh. found that most millionaires do not have all their wealth tied up in their stock portfolios or in their homes. One of the reasons that millionaires are economically successful is that they think differently. Many a millionaire has told me that true diversity has much to do with controlling one's own investments. No one can control the stock market, but you can, for example, control your own business. And I think that's a lot of what we're talking about here too, is sometimes folks look at partnering with a consulting firm or anything like that, as I'm relinquishing control of my business to giving it to somebody else to make decisions for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's the way I don't look at it that way. I look at it as this could be one of the most valuable partnerships you make in your entire business career. It's like, it's just the right people executing an awesome process with you will lead you to the promised land. 100 so, i mean 100 i, I want to get into some of the stories that you have from the field because i i know you have some awesome ones and i want to get them out there to everybody we're going to yeah. take a quick break but we're going to be right back with abner larue president and ceo of al consulting and alacrity, alacrity analytics stay with us do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome 
Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Abner LaRue, President and CEO of AL Consulting at Alacrity Analytics. We were just chatting a little bit about, uh, you know, the millionaire mindset and thinking differently and being in control of your own business. And, you know, we're going to get a little bit into the madness part of the show. And again, Abner, the madness part is the artistic observational part. Stories from the field that you've experienced, no subject to taboo. Obviously, we don't want to compromise client confidentiality where, where it's applicable. But it, there's, there's no substitute for experience. And you have some significant experience in this space. We'd love to hear some of, some of the stories that you've had from the field, especially, you know, I know that you, you came out with the Alacrity Analytics thing a little bit later on. And that's, you know, it's a good testament to the idea of the evolutions in technology and some of the connectivity of, you know, procurement. People are looking for certain opportunities and not necessarily getting an at-bat or not getting the right at-bat. You know, talk to us a little bit about some of the madness you've seen out there. Well, you got to come off mute, though. Studies show I can't hear you when you're on mute. <laughs> right, sorry about that. Um, so, no, this is a great question. Um, you know, we're, we're just coming out of one of the darkest economic periods, uh, you know, related to COVID-19, right? And the impact that uh, COVID-19 had on small SMBs, particularly uh, underrepresented minority businesses, we saw a 40% um, decimation of those businesses, right? So businesses are dying. So this is a very critical issue. We had the opportunity uh, you know, over the years to work with a number of firms, but the one that, you know, the one that stands out uh, is a company that uh, uh, it's a, it's a electronic healthcare staffing company that was out of state and they, you know, the owner which was very phenomenal, great leader, and they were looking to get certified in the state of New York, but because they're an out of state company, they didn't understand the rules and the, you know, the process um, we got involved and we got, you know, we took, we worked with the company and provided them with hands-on technical assistance. And over a period of, I would say about a month or so, um, we got this out-of-state company certified, right? Now, it was important for us to work with this company because they brought to the market a very unique requirement that the program had because it's a healthcare program. So we didn't, you know, we, we needed to, we needed to have a firm that can, that can, that can staff healthcare uh, professionals and IT professionals. Um, and this particular company was the only company that we found that could do that. So we got them certified. And here's the best part, Stephen, about this. Initially, the, the company uh, started out with a $850,000 contract, not too shabby. Uh, but the point is, during that process, they realized that they can deliver more to the to the to 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 the to the program, and we said, "Look, you know, we're not going to stop you there just because you have." And oftentimes, what what we've seen is that there's a there's a there's a problem with capacity, right? So unless you're given a company a real opportunity to grow, they're not going to be able to handle that multi million dollar contract. So through our advocacy and through our technology we were able to run an algorithm and to be able to assess this company's uh, true capacity beyond the $850,000 threshold. And this company was able to secure a $7.1 million contract. And so 
Um, you know, the simple well, message there. Yeah, the simple message there is that anything is possible. It's about relationships, it's about networks, and then really. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about this whole idea of mindset and how it can really drive growth for entrepreneurs, particularly women entrepreneurs, because this 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 company was led by a female, right? Um, and 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 we find that there's a real confidence gap between my uh, male entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs, even when you look at it from a from a um, you know from a from a, 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 a talent perspective. Uh, so we were able to get this company, one of the largest contracts in the program and, and, and they're off and running. Now they're doing pro projects across the country. And that, that's one of the success stories that I have there. Um, you know, and so there's another, there's another company, uh, it's a local, local firm. They're, they're local to the area. Uh, they had bidded on the program at least four or five times. So you, you, so the other point to this the message that I want to convey is that if you're an SMB firm out there, um, the first no that you get doesn't necessarily mean that's going to define your, your success, right? In fact, the more no's that you get will actually get you closer to that yes. <laughs> so, so companies come to us, companies come to us, they said, look, you know, we've been knocking on doors, we're bidding on work, we can't get any contracts, what are we doing wrong? Well, join Alacrity Analytics. We do a full business assessment through an algorithm that runs a capacity score uh, and, 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 and educates the firm on where the blind spots are, right? Because if you have blind spots, you know, you're, you're thinking you're doing everything right. I, I as an entrepreneur, um, you, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so um, it's important to have the right arsenals and to arm yourself with resources, whether it's a um, you know, like you, you do advisory, SMB advisory. Um, we do uh, this idea of, you know, one-on-one -on -one consulting that helps you to get to that, that next level. Uh, so, we, so this one company, um, you know, they're an IT firm and they said, look, you know, we've been bidding, we can't, we, we, we can't get any work. Uh, and we took them through the Alacrity Analytics assessment. Uh, long story short, uh, they came back and through the recommendations that we gave them, they are now serving as the, the project management um, consultant overseeing a $70 million IT procurement. Their contract wasn't 70 million, but, you know, you know, but it, was, it was significant for them. Uh, and so whether it's a multi-million dollar opportunity or a, a small opportunity, that, that, that access is critical. And so we were able to, you know, to, to, to do that. So we're helping the problems that we're solving for the SMB community is access, you know, to you know, faster onboarding, procurement onboarding, getting your certifications. There's a, there's a ton of certifications that you're going to need. It's a lot of paperwork. You want to be focused on, you know, the, the, this running the secret source, right. And, and, and cooking up that, that, that good business uh, plan and executing it. But oftentimes the, the paperwork is what, hinders it becomes the Achilles heel that prevents a lot of these companies from growing. And so we take that, we elegantly solve that problem for them through our technology, through our, you know, through our people, uh, our team, um, and then just, just, just understanding those pain points, those industry pain points. So we've, we've seen a thousand issues, right? And so we kind of 
you know, we kind of were able to diagnose the issue and, and, and provide the recommendations to help them grow. I, I would hope that people hear you out when, when, the, when you said took it an $850,000 contract to a point where there was now $7.1 million in new, newly realized business. Obviously, that's a, that's a huge growth spurt. Uh, but also, I want to go back to the idea of you got that, those, the, those particular folks certified in yeah. one month. That sounds like a process to me. And you, you know your business way better than I do. That sounds like a, bit, a process to me that would take at least six months. 100%. You know, and kudos to some of the agency partners uh, out there because they do a tremendous job in terms of uh, dealing with thousands and thousands of applications. New York State is you know, look, you know, regarded as the epicenter of economic opportunity and growth. So you have a number of out-of-state companies applying. So think about the a department within the agency. There may be four, if that many, working on certification applications. And that process is so laborious. There's a lot of data you know, analysis that goes into it. And it takes what we've seen. Some people call and say, look, it's been nine months. It's been a year. And but yet the projects are going. Your business has to breathe because you need the contracts, you need the capital. But if you're not certified, the private sector company says they can't use you because you don't have the certification under these programs. So what we're doing is we've been able to take the technology to automate that process, to take it from the six months and reduce it down to a month, to weeks. And that's that's a game-changing and revolutionary um, process. And we're, we're hoping to take it to other states because what you'll find is um, each, each state um, has a diversity program and agency that runs it, whether it's on a federal, state, or city level, and they're struggling with the same issue, right? And so... Um, we, we believe this is going to, to be a game changer. I would agree with you. I, w- I want to go back to the concept of you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You actually gave me some, some good perspective on this. And this is part of the madness that is my life, too. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like the, just the DEI abbreviation has been passed around to the point where it's just become alphabet soup and people <laughs> you know, keep lumping it into the conversation. But yeah. you know, the, the knowing your audience piece and knowing where to play matchmaker the right way, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's a Fortune 500 to 1,000 business or it's a small, medium-sized business where I typically play, mm-hmm. you, know, you have to know the audience. So, yes. you know, the, yeah, what, what one perspective you gave me, which I thought was very, like, a great way to break down the, the alphabet soup side of things is mm-hmm. when you're working with Fortune 500, 1,000 companies, there's, there's a lot of diversity needs there. It's like it's a very public eye type of business, and there's, there, there's needs that need to be accomplished, and they're, they're highly visible. Yeah. But then when you go to the, the SMB side of the spectrum, it becomes a lot more about the equity and inclusion side of things, because, you know, a lot of times folks yeah. look at it through a fair lens of, you know, the public right. big company. And then, right. it, you know, it's it, people just don't even get the at bat sometimes unless they have that somebody like you. By the side. So I, I, I love it. I love what you're doing. I love how you're doing it. I love the way your mind works. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring things home with the the message for everybody so that they can use the Weekend Insight to make a Monday impact. When we come back from this break, we're going to be chatting once again with Abner LaRue, President and CEO of AL Consulting and Alacrity Analytics. Stay with us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with my good friend, Abner LaRue, president and CEO of AL Consulting and Alacrity Analytics. Don't forget, people, if you like entrepreneur-related discussion, you like innovation, you like SMB talk, stay with talkradio.myc for Jeremiah Fox's show, The Entrepreneurial Web, coming up right after Always Friday. In the meantime, back to me and Abner. Uh, Abner, we're going to take things home now with the message part of the show. What weekend insight? Can people harness over the weekend to make a Monday impact? And we've talked about a lot of good stuff here so far today. In just our discussions, I've you know, leveraged the technology. Don't just do it yourself. You want to have a seat at the table, seek help and partners. You can get you there. Lay it on us. You know, what should people take home? What, what, what can they not forget over the weekend as they're sipping on their cocktails? Absolutely. So, again, this has been an excellent opportunity to share some information and connect with some of your listeners. Uh, so I, I, I would summarize by giving your listeners three things to do, right? So if you're, if you're listening to this show and you have an idea uh, that's kind of burning, burning in your heart, burning in your mind, and you haven't really, you haven't really um, acted on it, my message to you is to act on it now, right? Um, there's a reason why you're listening to the show uh, and there's a reason why you're listening to uh, this content. So don't 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 be complacent. 
move with this idea and build the right, and secondly, build the network and the resources uh, that are out there, right? So for one, I would encourage you to go to alacrityanalytics.com, www.alacrityanalytics.com. Become a member um, and, um, and, and, and continue to be persistent, right? Um, whatever business you eventually get involved in, or if you currently, and for those of you who are, who are already running your SMB firm, um, you have to be persistent. Failure is a natural uh, um, you know, process when you're, when you're an entrepreneur and, and take the lessons from that uh, to, to, to build and to, and to open up new, new channels for yourself and create, create wealth. Absolutely. It's, and I, uh, I, I can tell by the dinging of your phone, you're, you're about as, as popular as, as the mayor, but, uh, oh, by the way, do you want to, uh, you want to, you want to give a little bit on, on, on this picture that we snapped of you last night? Sure. So, um, I had an opportunity to serve as a host committee member for the Brooklyn Democratic Chair. Uh, uh, she's also the Assemblywoman uh, Rodney's Bichot. Uh, she's also of Haitian American descent. Um, and we've worked together on a number of uh, legislative initiatives um, you know, that focus on um, benefiting and impacting SMBs and particularly minority women-owned businesses. So we've been a long-term partner. And so she, has um, worked very closely with uh, Eric Adams, who is the leading mayoral Democratic candidate uh, for you know to run a hundred billion dollar cities, which is no easy feat. Uh, but <laughs> but the key again that I you know going back to what I was saying earlier is as a small business you have to develop relationships. Uh, these are resources and advocates that can um, come to bat for you when you're when you're when you're when you're you know when you're stuck. Maybe you have. Uh, an issue with payment or an issue with a client, um, they can potentially give you the right advice. So this event was very well attended. It was in Brooklyn at the River Cafe, um, you know, and Eric was the guest of honor. Uh, and, 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 you know, what I also, also mentioned is that, you know, once you achieve a certain level of maturity in your business, it's important to have allies. And so in the room, we had a number of allies, uh, whether it's, you know, the, um, you know, the Jewish community um, of lawyers who have run the, Demo who have been supportive of the Democratic Committee uh, 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 in Brooklyn, uh, to um, the Indian community of, of, of um, entrepreneurs uh, who understand that you have to build allies. So for us, it's not about, you know, working in a homogeneous, um, you know, sector. It's really about building this collective voice this idea of, of, of working, it's not just us versus them. A lot of SMBs or MWEs think that it's a us versus them. Uh, and so we changed that mindset to uh, a collective of, um, you know, model where it's about we together and together we achieve more. Uh, and that's what, that's what this event was about. And, you, and, and when you look at the the people that are represented there, it's, it's, it's very diverse. And so we're big champions of diversity. Absolutely. Use your collective voice. Strong words, awesome message to take away for the weekend. Abner, I can't tell you what a pleasure this has been. And I might actually be able to hang out with you right after this and have a drink, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Come on, 
Yeah, a, you know, we'll have lunch, man. So, no, look, Stephen, I just want to, on me, I want to, I want to thank you for um, your vision and 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 the genius of of the of the show uh, to really bring together thought leaders, change makers, um, and 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 really uh, thought, you know, you know, the next generation of of entrepreneurs that are going to come through the show uh, and the impact that it's going to have. Uh, so you're reaching, you know, you, you're you're going to be able to reach, you know, millions of people across America. That's my that's that's my, my prophetic uh, word to you, because uh, you're you're doing great work and great work. You know, it it, it stands the test of time, right? So I, I really appreciate that. Don't, it, it wouldn't just, be just don't forget me when you get when, don't forget me when you <laughs> when, when you get to the big leagues. You know, oh, don't worry. You it, it would it wouldn't be anything without the great stories and great experience and great content from the awesome guests that I have. Before I part ways with you this afternoon, we uh we have to revisit my favorite three questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So let's not delay. The favorite movie character is Tony Montana from Scarface. Yes. And I, you know, so embodying the rise from the bottom to the top, Tony Montana, cultural icon, most famous movie, one of the most famous movie characters of all time. I love the way you positioned it, though. Tell me what, t- tell everybody what you said to me. Sure. So, you know, the reason why I enjoy uh, Tony Montana as a character is that. It, it, it speaks to the immigrant story, right? And so for me, I could relate to that, you know, Haitian immigrant parents, my parents, you know, left Haiti so that they can pursue the American dream to get their kids, you know, the best education and so on. And so uh, Tony's journey is interesting because he was coming from Cuba. An interesting point about Cuba is that my grandmother, she spent about 30 years in Cuba, leaving Haiti to get, you know, to, you know, she left, she had about like 10 kids and, uh, she uh, she went to Cuba to, to you know to, to to find a better life, and so when Tony he embodies the idea of risk taking, and we know he took a lot of risk. He put his he put his life on the line, and as an entrepreneur, I can tot- that totally resonates with me um, because you know we we had to take risks, right? And so it was the the choice of, you know, do you take a, um, you know, nine to five job, that's the safe route and, I, and kudos to everybody that does it. Or do you hang your shingle and say, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure this out, building the plane while flying it. Uh, and so that's why I like, I, I really like, um, you know, Tony's story because through sheer work and, and risk taking, he was able to achieve a certain level of success However, the message, you know, the, 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 the bigger point in his story is that um, is to remain humble, right? And to remain humble and to, um, and to build allies because you know, Tony, he, he was building enemies along the way and it resulted in his death, right? So, so I, as a, I, as I a, love, I love the character and I, I love to join the, my guests on screen as well. So as, as Manny and Mr. Sosa, <laughs> no, no problem there. Uh, your your favorite TV show you gave me was Chicago PD saying that you you love law enforcement shows and this is a good one follows District Twenty One of the Chicago PD which is made up of two groups the Uniform Cops and the Intelligence Unit you put some concentration on Hank Voigt I believe That's saying Hank yeah he's the man and yeah, uh, yeah you, look, you look pretty decent as Hank Voigt actually you got to send me these pictures man these are great. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always says that, right? It's uh, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't help myself. I like law enforcement shows too, so I figured we we could be a pretty badass cop couple there. So, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So with with Hank Floyd, um, what he represents is, you know, leadership, right? And and leadership that um, builds confidence amongst his teams, right? So there, so his team before he sends his team out, you know, he lays out a game plan. He says, look, you know, you need to be careful of these pitfalls. Uh, and so the confidence that he exudes is 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 emblematic of 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 uh, the confidence that you need to run a business, right? So there are going to be times where you know you may not make payroll, but you have to still keep a calm composure, right? And let your 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 team know that look, payroll is coming. We're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna be able to make 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 payroll. Um, and so um, and then the ability to communicate, right? And you know, so for 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 me that uh, consistency and communication, being able to motivate people, right? And so there's a lot of parallel in terms of how he runs it. Um, and, then the, and then there's discipline, right? So he's very disciplined. It's like, you don't take shortcuts, you follow the book, you know, you follow the protocol. Uh, and those are, those are real, um, you know, jewels um, that, that you have to apply as a business owner. You have to be disciplined, you have to take, and we don't take shortcuts. We roll up our sleeves, we, you know, we do the work. You know, that's one of the things that I, I really like about, um, you know, Hank Ford. I love the sentiment, but I also love music. And before the show wraps up here, your musical instrument and the artist of choice is the piano and Mr. John Legend, who I'm a piano player. I love John Legend as well. I wish I kept up with it over the years. I know that you regret you didn't take piano lessons when you were younger, but uh, any chance that I could put myself in a picture uh, along with you, alongside of Chrissy Teigen, I feel like that's kind of a win. So yeah. Abner, once again, phenomenal to have you on the show. You guys looking for Abner, you can reach out to me. We've got contact information right here for you. We're going to be talking to my buddy, the nonprofit sector connector, on the next show, none other than Tommy DeMisa himself from Philanthropy and Focus. Until next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time on talkradio.myc, I'm Stephen Fry. This has been Always Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next time. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Daba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, 
a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 